Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Scoop B Radio. On the highway. On the plane. On the train. In the supermarket, everywhere you want to be, I am branded Scoop B Robinson. Follow me on Twitter at Scoop B, Instagram Scoop underscore B, Snapchat Scoop underscore B. Make sure you subscribe to the Scoopy Radio Podcast via Google or well, actually, yeah, Google Play, Apple Podcast, TuneIn app, Stitcher app, everywhere in between. And on the phone right now, out in California, is my good man getting ready for the NFL draft, Jacob Isabel from Chapman University. What's going on, Chief? How you doing, man? I'm out here living right now in California, you know. Had a, had my pro day this week. And, you know, I'm just out here relaxing, enjoying the beach right now with my brother who's in town, you know, having a good time. You're a lucky guy because at the time of this recording, uh, we just had another snowstorm on the East Coast. So, um, man, I am I'm just sorry, a little bit. Sorry to hear that. That's unfortunate. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the sun's shining, man. It's about 70 degrees out here. You know, the waves, waves are looking beautiful, but... You know, I'll be in New York maybe one day, hopefully playing against the Jets or the Giants. I like that. I like that positivity, my man. And um, one thing that I, I want to get off the bat right away, um, you talked about the Jets, you talked about the Giants. A guy that's had his day uh, with the Jets uh, in the past is a guy by the name of Danny Amendola. You've gotten comparisons to him. Do you see it? Uh, I definitely see a comparison to Danny Amendola, you know. I, uh, I take pride in, you know, being a little receiver, you know. So I just try to go out there and do my thing every day. Just, you know, Danny, Danny Amendola does the same thing. You know, Wes Welker, a lot of guys like me are out there doing their thing right now, and I'm just trying to join the crew. You played against Zach Ertz. I did play against Zach Ertz when I was uh, in high school, you know. He was one of the rival high schools we played against. I tackled him a couple times. Uh, I was playing corner and safety out there uh, back when I was playing a little bit more defense, you know. He's a Super Bowl champion. That's a, that's something to put on your uh, your resume before you you step in. What was his game like when you were playing against him in high school? Uh, in high school, you know, he was a big guy. He he was a lot bigger than everyone else. He was a fast tight end. Um, you know, it probably hurt me. I, I think I, I I took a nice shot on him when he was coming across the middle, 
and uh, he didn't see me coming, but it probably hurt me more than it hurt him, I'm sure. One of the things that I found interesting about your college career is that not only did you play football, but you also played rugby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The transition between both, I would imagine rugby, obviously, the only difference between rugby and football is you don't have helmets and pads. I mean, how did that prepare you uh, for the grand stage of you ultimately picking football as a career uh, sport of choice? Scoop um, You know what? Just growing up in America, you know, football is kind of, you know, the star thing, you know, not, not, not so much rugby. But when I was playing rugby, everything that I was doing transferred over perfectly to the field. Um, by the way, I had to run the ball, choose how to tackle people, uh, learn how to get hit properly because, you know, there's no pads in rugby and there's some big boys out there hitting. So I had to learn how to take a tackle the correct way. Uh, I would say that's probably one of the biggest things, you know, that helped me out is learning how to uh, break people down, you know, picking a side and then, you know, using their body language in order to pick which side I'm going to go to. And uh, it really helped out my vision as well, like on the field. Uh, I became, you know, a lot less selfish person. I need, you need to know when to, uh, you know, go down and stop fighting for extra yards sometimes and just secure possession to the next uh, play. So I would say rugby was a big part of my transition, you know, into college football. I like it. Scoopy Radio on the line with Jacob Isabella. And during your uh, college career, uh, you concluded at, at Chapman University with uh, 1,783 yards. Um, and you had 17 touchdowns in 18 games. Now, it was mentioned that Danny Amendola uh, was a guy that was easily uh, they could compare your game to, but you'd rather compare yourself to Steve Smith Sr. Why? Um, you know, growing up, you know, he, Steve Smith Sr., he's a little older than me, you know, so growing up, he's always someone I really looked up to. He, he got a dog mentality to him. Like, when I mean dog, he, he's a pit bull on the field, man. And, you know, that's that's what I like to be, and that's, what, that's how I like to consider myself. You know, the first thing I do when I get on the field is I'm going to go find someone to hit just to get myself comfortable in the game. And I feel like that's one uh, thing that Steve Smith did. You know, he set the tone. You know, that's what it's all about is setting the tone and, you know, making that first play so they, they fear you. And that gets your, uh, get your mental right, too, you know. From a psychology point of view, if I go out there and make the first hit, that's going to set me up for the rest of the game to be successful. In the words of the prophetic DJ Khaled, I like that. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> now, you performed at the USC Pro Day, um, and you ran a 4.5 and a 40. Could you have gone faster? Man, I could have gone faster. Uh, I, I'm, you know, I didn't play at USC, so USC, I was very limited on what I could do there. Uh, they didn't even really want me to run routes with Sam Darnold, but, you know, I got really lucky and uh, got in contact with him, and, you know, Sam... Sam seemed to really like the way I ran my routes. So, you know, I was able to join that. But when I was running the 40, you know, they usually give you two 40s. And uh, since I'm not a USC player, they only gave me one. And I always know that my second 40 is always going to be faster than my first one. And especially when I got 32 NFL teams watching me, I'm a little stiff on that first one. But I think, I've, I think, uh, I think the way I played after the 40, though, is uh, really what's going to stand out to people. But I, I know I, I know I can run in the four fours forty, no problem. I've done it before. I just did it at a CFL tryout. Uh, you know, four fours is my nature. I'm fast kid. 
I like that. Now, you, if this career in the NFL doesn't work out, but which which I think it will, um, I, I think being an analyst is, is in your future because you definitely segue perfectly into the whole Sam Darnold uh, questionnaire. And basically, you did receive a drills with uh, Sam Darnold, uh, who's projected to be the number one uh, draft pick, and, and he did very well, as did you. I mean, what yeah. did you what did you see in him specifically? I mean, because this game was televised, uh, it was raining, and the yeah. coaches that you said was watching. So, I mean, walk me through that. First of all, how did you get in contact with him? You know, so I was training at this uh, place called uh, Athletic Republic out in Orange County. It's also mm-hmm. linked with something called Evo Sports. And uh, that is where John Ross and uh, actually Deshaun Jackson would train for their combine and all that stuff. So I was there, and I actually happened to run into another USC wide receiver who played there last year, a kid named Daquan, and uh, I showed him my highlight film. You know, he, he signed off on it, sent it over to Sam, said, hey, you know, they're not going to let him run routes unless unless you approve Sam. Sam said, bring him out on Saturday, you know, uh, about four or five days before the pro day, and I worked with Sam for uh, about three and a half days straight, and, uh, you know, him and uh, uh, Jordan Palmer, you know, they, they signed off, and, you know, I was only supposed to get about three routes and I ended up sneaking in there for about seven or eight. So it ended up working out perfect. Working with him, um, who do you compare uh, his, his skill set to? Sam Darnold? Uh, man, you know, it, it's tough. I would say, you know, a lot of things people are saying right now is uh, he, he's kind of like Carson Wentz. And I, I would say that's very true, not just in his playing style, but the way he really acts. You know, I'm not trying to sound like an ESPN analyst, but they were saying uh, Sam Darnold's not a, ch- a chameleon, you know. He's never changing his uh, attitude. You know, he's always the same person. And, you know, in the four or five days that I was with him, I saw that same thing. I seen a leader, like a real leadership mentality. He got that. What was some of the feedback that you got um, from analysts? Um, I mean, even guys like Deion Sanders or other folks who were at the uh, at the at the, the or anybody you know that was at the um, your workout because you like you said it was thirty two NFL coaches. What did you hear from 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 teams that may have not known who you were? You know, I I didn't get too much in. A, it was a Sam Darnold show. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. It was a Sam Darnold show. So every team there they're watching Sam Darnold. And I just happened to be there. Uh, I ended up taking uh, talking to the Rams after, and they had me take something called the Wonderlick test, which is kind of to see where your uh, your mental capacity is at. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully, hopefully, you know, I'm pretty sure the Rams like what they saw. They I'm sure they liked what they saw in my 40. Even though I got it at four five, you know, I was still moving. I looked really smooth when I was running it. Uh, probably you know one step that you know kept me away from that four four, but. Uh, you know, the Rams, they talked to me after, had me take the test. So I think I think things are going to start moving forward. Um, other people that talked to me, uh, Jordan Palmer, you know, he was a really big help. You know, I was telling him, please just coach me up on any little detail you see. And he kept telling me, you know what, you're doing great. You're catching stuff. Just keep doing what you're doing. End of the day, I talked to Sam. Sam, I told Sam he did a great job. He said, looked at me, he told me, no, nah, man, you did a good job. You snagged everything. So that was pretty cool feeling. So, you know, just talking to uh, one more person I talked to was uh, Mark Sanchez. I was able to train with Mark Sanchez for two days with Sam as well. And, uh, you know, it was just a really good experience these past, you know, six days. It's been been real surreal coming from a D3 and being on ESPN, watching myself on ESPN. It's pretty cool. What was Mark Sanchez like? Uh, 
Man, Mark Sanchez is a cool guy. Uh, I told my girlfriend, you know, I was working out with Mark Sanchez. She's like, oh, you know, I know who he is. He's a pretty guy. I was like, all right, you got, you got to stop that. But, uh, <laughs> but um, Mark Sanchez, he's a cool guy. Uh, very down to earth. A little more outgoing than Sam, but I feel like he has the kind of like the same mentality as Sam. Uh, you know, Mark, Mark's really cool. He was joking around with me. You know, he didn't treat me like an all ball out just because I came from a small school and I wasn't, you know, signed by any team. You know, he was cool with me. I want to go back to the Danny, Danny Amendola uh, conversation. You, you talked about the Rams and they showed interest. You know, Danny played for the St. Louis Rams from 2009 to 2012. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. I, I, I think you may have reminded them of, of, of him as well. I, I I would take that compliment and I would run with it if they said that. <laughs> I like that already. Scoopy Radio, Radio on the line with my guy in Northern California, Jacob Isabel. My man, I uh, went to Chavez College, was the 2014 All-Golden Gate Conference. Um, took two years off before uh, transferring to uh, Chapman University, uh, which is in Southern California. Now, you um, going into the draft, what are some of, uh, I guess, the advice that you've gotten from, um, I guess, your coaches, from your family, that has kept you grounded? You know, my receiver coach, he just he tells me, uh, you know, stay humble, you know. He knows that I got it in me, you know, to go play with all these guys. He knows that I can do it. I got a lot of people who believe in me, you know. And uh, they just tell me to be myself because if I be myself, it's going to work out. You know, I'm a, I'm a good person at heart. You know, I treat people real well. I ball out. I'm a good leader on the field, and I think that's just all you can ask for from a uh, from a person trying to make it to the NFL. And you talk about le- uh, leadership. Uh, you know, if, if, for those who've watched the NCAA tournament, they focused a lot on uh, Loyola Chicago and the, and the, uh, the woman named Sister Jean. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, uh, you mentioned that your favorite teacher uh, at Doctor was Doctor Resurrection over at Chapman University, who taught you. Um, how to become a great leader both on and off the field. Tell me more about Dr. Resurrection. You know, Dr. Resurrection, uh, a cool guy, man. Uh, it's not really – so at Chapman University, I'm a leadership minor, and um, that's one thing that, you know, I really strive to uh, just better myself in every day, just helping other people out and just, you know, if, I, if I'm leading myself in the right direction, I want to lead other people too, and that's something that uh, Dr. Resurrection taught me. Um, you know, he taught me – one thing that I really liked about him was not only was he my teacher and uh, teaching me good things in the classroom about how to be a better person, how to treat people better, how to be compassionate, how to have sympathy, how to have empathy. But that man would come to my practices, tell me that I'm doing great at practices. You know, he was an all-around just great person and uh, someone that really had a big impact on my life. Most draftees that I spoke to let me know what their favorite um music was uh pregame music before a game but for you uh yerba mate tea drinking is your vice of choice before game why uh man uh i like i like to stay like uh i like to be a little a little turned up during the game but i don't like to be all shaky as in i'm gonna be dropping my catches and stuff and that yerba mate tea keeps me a, a clean energy I sound like advertising for him, but it, it gives me a clean energy, and it's just something I really like. Uh, pre-game, I'll be turned up, and uh, I'll make plays when I drink my yerba mate. That's how it works. What does it taste like? 
man, they got a whole bunch of different flavors. They got tea flavors, berry flavors, a whole bunch of different things. So I didn't ask you about the music because Yerba Monte was your, 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 your tea of choice. Do you actually listen to music before the game? Or you oh, just, yeah. Just oh, yeah. I throw, I throw on my headphones for a little bit, and then uh, after I take off my headphones, I'll start talking to the quarterback and things like that. But if I got my headphones in, Usually gonna listen to uh, famous Dax or Lil Pump. That's some that's some pregame music for me. I read that a song that would fire you up before the biggest game of your life would be Gucci Gang. So Little Pump goes with it. What about that song gets you hyped? Uh, you know I don't really know, man. I I, I was listening to Lil. I I like uh, found Lil Pump online before like anyone really even knew who he was, and this his beat kind of got me hyped up. So I, I, I would play that during football season, and everyone looked at me like, hey, man, what the heck are you listening to? And then, like, about 10 weeks into the season, everyone on the team is listening to Lil Pump and saying Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. <laughs> I like it. You say that your dad is one of the biggest role models in your life, and he had a major stroke when you were young, and you had a tough time adjusting uh, and learning. He had a tough time um, adjusting and, and relearning how to do almost everything. How's this progression going these days? Scoop, oh, my dad's doing great right now. Uh, he, uh, he, he, he's a fighter, man. Um, he's really, he, he's out. He drives his car around. He's all good now. But uh, it was, it was a big transition, big tough thing that happened in his life and our family. And uh, you know, he, he's a fighter. That's all I have to say. You know, even with, even with his stroke, uh, he would come to every single one of my practices since I was a little, like, since I was six years old. He would come to every single practice all the way through until I was down in Southern California and he couldn't really, you know, drive six hours to come watch me practice every day. But even in junior college, my, my dad would be at every every single practice telling me what I did good. Sometimes he'd tell me what I did wrong and tell me who's a little better than me and how I need to fix it. But, uh, you know, that ended up helping me out in the long run. For those who were just tuned into Jacob Isabel and maybe know you from being at Working Out, with uh, a certain USC quarterback. Um, for those who don't know who you are, who who is Jacob Isabel? Man, Jacob Isabel is uh, someone who can really, really change a football team around, both with performance and leadership. Uh, he got caught up in the wrong path for a little bit, uh, messed off his grades for a year and a half, but he switched that around, and uh, he uh, made a success story out of something that didn't look like it was going to be so successful. Your name is called by an NFL team in the 2018 NFL draft. What's the first meal that you eat to celebrate? Oh man, I'm taking, I'm taking. I got four older brothers. Taking my four older brothers, my girlfriend, my mom, my dad. Taking us all to a nice dinner, but we're going to Chick Fil A. <laughs> I love it. Are we getting waffle fries and chicken fingers, or the tuna sandwich, or the chicken sandwich? What you get? Man, we get we getting the ten piece nugget and and a sandwich on the side, and we gotta get the waffle fries too. You can't go wrong with waffle fries, but you gotta dip them in sweet and sour sauce or or Polynesian sauce. You got you gotta have the honey roasted barbecue. That stuff's fire. That's lit too. Yep, that's lit, brother. Good luck on everything that you have going on. We're pulling for you, and thank you for joining Scoopy Radio. I really appreciate you, Scoop. I hope you have a great day, and uh, thank you, everyone, who tuned in and listened. Respect, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, you as well, Scoop. You deserve. Bye-bye. Scoop B Radio. Overtime. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 